0: What wondrous love is this? Oh, my soul, oh, my soul.
1: Hi, I'm Justin Rosso, and that was Brooke Orosco's rendition of His Wondrous Love. We're going to be talking about that recording more in just a minute. This is a podcast from Next Step Press where we help you delight taking a next step. I'm here with Brooke Orosco, and we are in the children's section of the Barnes and Noble in Brighton, Michigan. We're here on the Winnie the Pooh stage, so if there's some kids' noises, or some people come by and want a puppet show, a spontaneous puppet (laughs) show might break out. We're ready for them. Uh, But we're sitting with the book, When From Death I'm Free, a hymn journal for Holy Week. And over the next uh, 12 episodes, we're gonna be meeting with some of the artists, some of the authors, some of the people that helped make this resource possible, and that's what we're doing today. So today we're on this hymn number one, When From Death I'm Free, and Brooke, you helped produce a version of this. Uh, I don't know when. When was it that you did that song?
2: Um, it was years ago. Uh, maybe three years ago. Maybe one.
1: And and uh, who's that playing the guitar that I hear on the recording?
2: Brendan Norp plays the guitar. So he uh, and I do a lot of collaboration on uh, with music. A lot of rewriting hymns, putting. Uh, familiar hymns to new music just to kind of bring more attention to the lyrics that are there. And um, we write some uh, original stuff too, but a lot of fun is to take hymns and rewrite them. Awesome. I want to hear more about that concept, and
1: and I liked what you said about the lyrics too. Let's just kind of start with a word of prayer and then look at the scripture verse that goes with this hymn, talk about the devotion a little bit, and then uh, dive deeper into the music. So would you pray with me, please? Lord, thanks for being with us today. Come, Holy Spirit, fill our hearts and minds, open open our ears to you and to your presence in the word that you inspired in the first place. Inspire our understanding as we seek to sit with it today. Use your gift of art and music to bring us closer to Jesus. Thanks, Spirit, for being with us today. Amen.
2: Amen. <clears throat> so his word says in 1 Corinthians, this is the passage that is uh, paired with this hymn for, um, for the book, 1 Corinthians 15 says, For as by a man came death, by a man has also come the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. But each in his own order, Christ the firstfruits, then at his coming those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom to God the Father, after destroying every rule and every authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. And the last enemy to be destroyed is death.
1: The last enemy to be destroyed is death. It's a great way to start a Holy Week hymn journal. I think yes. it, it starts with the end in mind. I like that a lot. Uh, anything that jumped out to you as you read it, that those verses this time?
2: Yeah, I just really have always enjoyed the concept of um, the first Adam and then in Christ, the, mm-hmm. the perfect Adam, the death coming through one man and then... The balance of that being life coming through one man,
1: yeah I think it's a, like a creation new creation kind yeah. of kind of move
2: there, yeah, and then also it stuck um, struck me as interesting and something that I want to explore a little bit more is these last verses about the end you know when when Jesus delivers the kingdom to God the Father and you know what does that look like and it, mm. it we've we've always kind of had the concept of you know christ the first fruits and then those who belong you kind of have an idea of how that end might look but then there's some new information here that i guess i didn't really ever consider about him reigning until all the enemies are under his feet and him delivering this kingdom and to 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 god the father
1: yeah delivering the kingdom to god the father it's interesting there is a relationship here in the trinity especially jesus as the sent one Mm -hmm. the one who's filled with the holy spirit uh, a lot of times in Scripture you, you're talking about Jesus as the the one who is filled with the Spirit and working under the authority of the Father. You get that in a lot of different places. And, and here at the end, too, it seems to be that Jesus is the authoritative one who's doing God's kingdom work mm-hmm. and, and he has put himself under the authority of the Father for this. Uh, and that doesn't mean he's not equal with the Father and Attorney. Yeah. Um, but it does mean that there, there is a relationship in the, intrin- in, in the Trinity that is actually for our benefit and for our good. Mm-hmm. Why don't I read this devotion that's in the book as well. So if you're following along at home, this is the devotion called When From Death I'm Free. The last enemy to be destroyed. And that's what Paul calls death. Not a companion, not a door, not a comfort or a resting place. An enemy. Of course, in Jesus, death has already lost its power to cause fear. Those who die in Christ are at peace and in his presence. By his rest in the tomb, Jesus set aside as holy all the tombs of all his saints. So in one sense, death is a kind of repose, a respite from the labor of living. But in another, perhaps more central sense, Jesus isn't done with his saving acts until death, that last enemy to be destroyed, is finally and completely done away with forever. When you die, your soul rests with Jesus, but you were created to be a physical as well as spiritual being. Your soul and your body belong together by divine design. So as long as any human body of someone Jesus loves lies in a grave, Jesus isn't content with the status quo. His work isn't fully finished. His victory is not yet completely complete. Jesus loves your body. Jesus died for your body. Your body is going to rise. Come quickly, Lord.
0: this, oh my soul, O oh my soul, that caused the Lord of bless to bear the dreadful curse, to bear the dreadful curse for my soul. Side is crowned for my soul.
1: Those are the first two verses of His Wondrous Love. It's a setting of that uh, traditional hymn what Wondrous Love Is This by Brooke Roscoe and Brendan Norp. I'm here with Brooke Roscoe. And, Brooke, that melody, I have to tell you, that melody, I've just mm-hmm. been, like, humming it around the house for, like, the last yeah. week. Um, and it's actually kind of annoying, so thanks a lot for that. <laughs> sure. uh, but tell me more about where that melody came from or how that fits in the song. It's not the traditional right. melody that's associated with him, the hymn. What, why did you choose to do it that way?
2: Well, a lot of times when Brendan and I... Um, Collaborate on a piece of music. He'll he'll come up with this genius guitar line, you know And he'll bring it to me and say this is what I have and I'll think wow that's awesome I can never play that and then <laughs> <laughs> I think about we we look for um, What what text are we want to put with that because it's beautiful just standalone. You could just sit and hear it but um, I think a real benefit is putting um, a rich text with it and a lot of times um, we go to hymns for that because of exactly what that is. I mean they're just rich tell the story text and touch on some things and sometimes you can just sing a hymn and be done and think oh I wish I could spend more time on that. Yeah, you know, yeah. So kind of giving some more space to those to those words. So that's really part of the idea behind this
1: whole exercise, this hymn journal is that spending more time with the, the right. text. The hymn text, the biblical text the, the music and the, the artwork is intended to help you spend some more time with it, uh, but but did I understand mm-hmm. you correctly, you, uh, you actually had the guitar part first and then yeah. you chose the hymn and decided to do that melody with this hymn?
2: Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so he brought that to me and we, we decided to write some Lent things because a lot of times we write uh, Advent mm-hmm. stuff, um, Christmas songs, songs leading up to Christmas, Advent songs. And those had kinda of gotten a little bit of a melancholy melancholy flavor to them. We thought to ourselves, maybe we should maybe we're really meant to write <laughs> Lent <laughs> sure, yeah, songs,
1: yeah. you know. Trying to do Lent like, Advent. <coughs> those yeah. two. They're they're connected.
2: They are. They're yeah. quite connected, it turns out. So um yeah. we were looking at some Lent hymns to to bring that new twist oh. to. And um I have just always loved the text of What mm-hmm. Wondrous Love Is This. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I love how it just um really kind of ha- asked that question. What is, it's a rhetorical question, obviously. You know, what kind of love would do this? How could this be? Here's what mm-hmm. went down, and what, that's crazy, kind of feel to it. And I think what melody came to go with that guitar part um, is just a, comes out of that, you know, just that it, it pairs nicely with the guitar part, but the guitar part can stand on its own, mm-hmm. and yet it sticks in your head, and I think mm-hmm. that part of that is just, what came out of that text is just that wonder and that the melody that doesn't—you don't have to spend a lot of time, mm. you know—being um, distracted by it. It kind of leads to that feeling of wow, wonder, I guess.
1: Yeah, the, the text. Uh, one of the things I like about the poetry of this text is the repetition that it uses. You know, for my soul, for my soul. What mm-hmm. wonder, soul is this? Uh, yeah, or the um, when I was sinking down, sinking down, sinking yeah, down. Right. And the melody um, kind of echoes that repetition as well without being you know it's it, it's uh it's not repetitive but it, it has the kind of repetition built into it. And mm-hmm. I like how that brings the text across.
2: Yeah, it moves it along kind of in your emo- in in your experiencing the the words. Yeah.
1: So uh, let's go back to that text that the the last two verses that we'll listen to in just a second. The last two verses uh, are some of my favorites. Mm. Uh And and, and actually, the the title for the whole book comes from the the fourth verse of this hymn, When from death I'm free. When from death I'm free, I'll sing on, I'll sing on. And when from death I'm free, I'll sing on. Um, That's kind of the topic of that devotion as well. This devotion was titled When from death I'm free, along with the book. And it's all about the last enemy, death, being destroyed. Um, that, that resurrection promise in the kickoff to this Lent Holy Week kind of hymn journal. It's the the beginning point, the end point of what we look forward to. Mm-hmm. But as we kind of look at that text, as we look at the hymn, as we talk about taking a next step, uh, following Jesus, is there anything in this, book that that kind of helps you take a next step? Is there something that you could take into your week? Is there something going on uh, that that this kind of gives you comfort or promise for?
0: Think about is wondrous
2: love. Definitely, I think the chorus really does that for me in um, slowing me down. And I mean, we're getting, we're heading into the Lenten season, and um, wanting to do what this with this book even gives us an opportunity to do, which is to slow down and mm-hmm. sit with and unpack. Mm-hmm. Um, the the words in scripture the words as we find them in hymns and even new songs um to sit and think about his wondrous love you know and oh my soul to let myself um be amazed at it again you know I think sometimes you just kind of go through um the motions you know you got to get kids to school Mm -hmm, you got to get this grocery bill you know this grocery list figured out you have to the work that's required of you done and you have to make sure you stay in touch with the with the friend and you know you you go through emotion of a day and then sometimes it's over and you think wow okay think did I think about you know how did I sit and think about and just be amazed and then that can go with you all day you know Mm -hmm. obviously you can be thinking about that at the grocery store Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. in the car line at school and all that kind of stuff but just to um, take a moment to think about his love and what how wondrous
1: it is yeah that invitation to sit with his love to uh to, to think of how wondrous it is uh, kind of in your or, ordinary everyday grind mm-hmm. uh, but then throughout the season of lunch thanks for sharing that with me that's an awesome next step and hmm. jesus promises to be present with you in his word as you think about that that's really cool you know i'm uh, <clears throat> this devotion especially make, makes me think of uh there's a prayer at the, in, in the internment liturgy, when you're actually at the gravesite interning a body, where um, you pray, uh, Lord <clears throat> Jesus, by your death you destroy death, and, and by your rest in the tomb you sanctify the tombs of all your saints. Uh, I, I love, always love that prayer, that kind of solidarity with Jesus with us in death. But then there's the actual committal, you know, the ashes to ashes, death to death part. But the, the triune benediction there is, may God the Father, who created this body, yeah. may God the Son, who by his blood redeemed this body,
2: yeah.
1: may God the Holy Spirit, who in the waters of baptism sanctified this body to be his temple, keep these remains to the resurrection of all yeah. flesh. So this idea that your body matters,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that Jesus... <coughs> uh, I, uh, remember particular uh, a funeral where the last thing i said where where one of the at least main thoughts in the sermon was was that jesus loves this body jesus died for this body this body is going to rise and Mm -hmm. that proclamation of resurrection in the face it's a comfort that my loved ones are with jesus and the promise of scripture is that that that's not the end actually that there's a resurrection that this body matters to jesus and that matters to me when i go i mean today so spoiler alert brooke is actually also my sister if you didn't know that and uh we're here on uh, in barnes and noble but we're on the way to the hospital to visit our great uncle and uh he's 94 and uh you know he's old and there's all kinds of stuff going on and uh and this body is gonna die at some point and this body matters to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So the the infections, the disease, all that kind of stuff is is a part of what it means to live this side of eternity. But that's not... Mm-hmm. The, the, I mean, the hope is for something more. So I guess the yeah. promise I'm taking with me is when I go visit my great-uncle in the hospital, that this body that's mm-hmm. struggling to kind of keep ticking mm-hmm. actually matters to Jesus.
2: Yeah, and I love that concept. It's one that... Um, we don't really explore too much we don't really talk about it too much you know it felt like something new mm. when I when and I've, yeah. I've heard it said before i actually heard you talk about it before and I think I was at that funeral <laughs> 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 um but it when you read your devotion for this day um yeah. that's what I took away from that devotion mm. was about the body part you know um what we do with our bodies now matters. Mm-hmm. How we treat our body matters. Mm-hmm. What we eat. Mm-hmm. You know, what we, how we use our body to glorify God. It's the temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't belong to ourselves. We were bought with a price. Yeah. That kind of stuff. These are all, you know, verses that I kind of help... To uh, inspire exercise and good nutrition. Yeah. Well, when I think right. about
1: exercise and good nutrition, that sometimes comes uh, as a burden too. There's actually right. a delight side of it. There's actually to enjoy your body is a good thing. Yeah. That's a gift. Yeah. And uh, it's it shouldn't. It's not the law of your body matters to Jesus, so you better take care of it. It's more right. of the your body, even though it's imperfect, even right. though it breaks down, um, even though it ends up in the hospital, that your body matters to Jesus. That Means great comfort yeah. too. So, I, I, from I love crazy. the exercise part, but uh, it's <gasps> not, I, I can't walk away from here just thinking I gotta exercise more. Yeah. It's kind of like my better, body matters to Jesus, and that's uh, and it makes actually, me, it puts
2: a desire in you too, it puts the right desire in you, right. You know, you're not trying to fit into that size, you're not trying to catch anyone's eye you're not yeah. you know it puts all of that when the world says all this other stuff about your body yeah it puts it in a good perspective the biblical perspective yeah. the biblical worldview of your your body human body yeah and it matters, that it, it yeah. matters. Yeah. you know it's not it's about your soul and yeah this is just the bag of bones that you are assigned to while you're here and yeah. really it's your soul that matters yeah but it does matter too yeah. and it's from birth to death it's it's how we age it's how we go into death gracefully Mm -hmm. and um thinking about that you know as a young adult as an uh, as midlife adult heading towards those those years and honoring god all the way through that yeah in a good relationship with your the temple that you've been given yeah
1: which isn't perfect right
2: and and is going to have
1: issues Mm -hmm. and that you will make worse or better at times too (laughs) But I like what you said. It changes your perspective. It it takes it out of the performance mindset that's so prevalent in our culture and and puts the body back in the gift realm and and the desire to have a relationship with God in your body and not just in your spirit. Right. Um, And that becomes one of the things I think we're learning at Next Step Press, that as you try to help people delight taking a next step, when you can remove a burden, you open up the possibility of delight. Mm. So to remove the burden of i got to have be better with my body and to say hey your your body exactly what it is right now is loved by jesus and mm-hmm. matters to jesus mm-hmm. and your body's going to rise mm-hmm. um it lets you not be mad at your body when it fails you right and not be so stressed about i could lose some weight right um and i need to lose some weight and i really should be exercise right. this creates a little bit of space to say jesus loves me exactly where i am right and that gives me a chance to maybe uh think a little bit different, delight in making a change rather than being changed because of a burden.
2: Right, opens the door for that, like you said. Opens the door for that. For that extra way to enjoy and grow in your relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, Sam training, my husband Sam training for Spartan races, has often said what a thrill and a joy it is and how close he feels to God, his creator,
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: in this this uh, journey of training for an obstacle race which yes, is yeah. it's kind of a neat concept just to think about that whole side of your physicality being something that brings you uh, into a deeper relationship with your creator with your redeemer <laughs> the one who redeemed it <laughs> so Jesus loves your
1: body, Jesus died for your body yeah. your body is going to rise come quickly Lord
0: to God and to the Lamb I will sing I will sing, who is the great I am, while millions join the theme, while millions join the theme, and we will sing, oh my. Eternity, I'll sing on. Oh, my soul, oh, my soul, oh, my soul, oh, my soul. Think about his wondrous love. Think about.
1: Special thanks to Brooke Orozco for joining us today on this Next Step podcast. We follow Jesus better when we follow him together. And Brooke, we're following Jesus a little bit better today because of you. Thanks for that. If you'd like some more information about Brooke and Brendan and their music, there's a link in the description of this podcast. If you'd like some more information about Next Step Press, or if you'd like to join a Facebook community that's dedicated to walking through this When From Death I'm Free hymn journal experience together. That information is also in the description. I hope the conversation today opened up for you the possibility of experiencing your body, not merely as a place of judgment or failure or law, but as a place of grace. I hope you got to see and experience a little bit that God the Father created your body, that God the Son redeemed your body, that God the Holy Spirit has sanctified your body and set it apart as a temple for the very indwelling of the presence of God. Perhaps that's a thought you can take with you into your week, that your body matters to Jesus, that Jesus loves your body, that Jesus died for your body, that your body is going to rise. And even though it's not perfect yet, there will come the day when in our flesh we will see God in new creation bodies and then My body and your body and this whole creation will be the way Jesus intended in the first place. In that hope and in that confidence we go out this week. We'll see you next time on Next Step Press.